0: I am Jen Wilson author and body mind and soul coach welcome to the I am podcast where we explore who you are In today's podcast I have the amazing Janice from Be Nourished by Nature. It's Jen by the way. From I Am Jen Wilson podcast. So just thought I would do that the wrong way around this morning. I yeah, I was invited over to lunch. I have a couple of mutual friends through Janice. And they were all like, You have to meet this woman, you have to meet this woman, she's so amazing. She is a powerhouse of knowledge and inspiration and excitement and motivation for what it is that she does. And me and Janice connected on Instagram, as we do, and she invited me over for lunch. So I went over, had some lunch with her. Um, Janice is all about fermenting foods and gut health. And she runs fermenting workshops, so she does fermenting drink workshops, fermenting food workshops, and also sourdough and baking Which, if any of you have followed me on social media, you will know that me and Sourdough have not had a good experience together over the last year, probably. I am going to make another attempt at trying to make it again over the summer, now that the house is a wee bit warmer, to see if that makes any difference. But we'll see, we'll see. I'll also probably reach out to Janice for some help. Anyway, I went over for lunch, and I was there for three hours And oh my goodness, this woman has so much information to share. This podcast isn't three hours long because I didn't hit record as soon as I walked in. But what she has to share is incredible. So much information, so much knowledge, so much passion. And I'm really looking forward to sharing this with you. So have a listen. Get a pen and paper ready to take notes because I tell you, i was sitting listening going, I need a pen and paper. I'm going to have to listen to this podcast back because this is a note-taking kind of podcast. It's just brilliant. So enjoy it. Learn lots from it. Take some notes. Follow Janice on her social media. Being Nourished by Nature, she has on Instagram. The The links will be in the show notes. If you've got any questions, send her a message, check out her workshops. She's got a blog as well, which is be nourished by nature. I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. So enjoy this podcast. Let us know what you think. Love it, share it. Make sure that anybody who you think about during this podcast go, oh my God, this person needs to hear this. Make sure that you send them on the podcast so that they can hear and learn as well. So important that we can share as much information with as much of the world as we can and you'll just hear in Janice's voice that she is so passionate about this and she just wants everybody to know the stuff that she knows and she can't believe that like I can't that it's not standard knowledge of information that we are taught from the very beginning of any of our education so yeah listen learn share give it some love and I will see you on the other side Right, so I have got Janice from Be Nourished by Nature. Yep. Janice, tell us what it is that you do because I've just spent the last uh, almost two hours with you and it's flown in and you have it so much passion about what you do and what <laughs> yeah. you've been telling me. Share <laughs> yes. it with the listeners. Right, well, the <laughs> problem
1: is, as you know, is getting me to shut up talking about <laughs> um, gut health and fermented food uh, because I get very excited about it. But yeah, I've been basically fermenting uh, food and drinks for the last eight years I'm um, a food scientist by background I've got a massive interest in the link between um, our food and our health I studied microbiotics in 2011 and that really brought home the link um, and then I started making sauerkraut then I got introduced to kombucha I've been making that for a long time uh, and uh, now as I say it's like the hottest topic out there is yep. gut health yep. and um, so much more research been done Uh, and again it's probably going to be years as we discussed before they're going to come up with specific strains of bacteria to fix specific illnesses but in the meantime it all comes back down to your gut and your gut health and everything comes from your gut all disease starts in your gut Um, and the best way to uh, establish a good uh, bacterial balance in your gut is by eating fermented foods and by drinking lovely things like kombucha and water kefir which is really no big deal because they're absolutely delicious Yes. and you haven't even tried the, the jelly yet I've got probiotic jelly made with <laughs> hibiscus kombucha um, which you haven't tried and I've got yeah, wee um, probiotic ice lollies as well made with kombucha yep. and again it's all about small steps it's not about you have to go and change everything overnight you don't yep. But as I say, all the research is really showing that everything to do with your health, your gut is related to your brain health, to your skin, to um, inflammation in your body, to whether you're going to get any chronic disease or not, to cancer, absolutely everything. And there's a massive link from your gut to your brain. It's not the other way around. It's the vagus nerve. So a lot of the microbes in your gut actually call... It's your gut microbes that call all the shots which is quite fascinating, really, when you think about it. Your gut microbes also are in continual communication with your immune system. There are so many now autoimmune diseases, so many of them, chronic disease, and it's all to do with a miscommunication between your gut microbes and your immune system, or not maybe so much a miscommunication. It's that you don't have the right balance of microbes. Yeah and as we were talking about the way that I look at it is you've got the if you've got the right balance of bacteria they're they are protecting your gut so they're like standing like we tightly packed soldiers protecting your gut lining yeah. when you don't have the right balance and you get all the bad guys coming in then you get gaps in your gut lining what happens is then they they then start to communicate with your immune system and your immune system gets totally confused and goes a bit haywire yeah. and starts attacking your own body tissue which is what happens in autoimmune disease, yeah. and the key thing to that is to re-establish the right balance of bacteria in your gut, and then that will fix, pretty much fix the problem. Yeah, uh, and that does sound very simplistic, but it, from as I say, from what I've been reading and what I understand is that is actually the key to health on every level.
0: Yeah, it is, um, so, it is so much more simple. Than it is simple. We are taught that it is yeah. because. The simple stuff that helps you, you doesn't make money. Yes, that's
1: exactly right. That was yes. the other thing I was going to say also because... I mean fermented foods have been around for centuries I mean that originally was a way to preserve food yeah. um, Fermented veggies like sauerkraut for example Because people didn't have fridges years ago People you know, had to grow enough food to live on yeah. And it was like how do you actually preserve it And fermenting you know, like vegetables in a salt brine Is one of the best ways to preserve the food Because not only does it keep it from spoiling It actually increases the nutritional value by a massive amount If you take a cabbage, which is already really healthy and good for you, the vitamin C in a cabbage, there's quite a lot. You ferment it in a salt brine, the vitamin C content shoots up by a massive amount. Yes. And then you get all these lactobacillus bacteria, which, as we discussed, are like the sumo wrestlers of the bacteria world. They're the guys you want. You get loads of them in. And as I say, you're going to just, um, you know, help yourself on so many different levels with something like a cabbage and some salt. It
0: is incredible. It
1: is incredible. <laughs> but then, but that sounds a bit boring. But having said that, we've just had it's lovely sauerkraut <laughs> because we had uh, rhubarb, ginger, and uh, lime sauerkraut, which is amazing, which was very nice. And then we had a pineapple, ginger, turmeric, and um, pi- yeah, what did I say a pineapple, ginger, and turmeric sauerkraut. Yeah, and it's again, well. all of those ingredients individually are incredibly good for you. You put them all together and ferment them, and you've got a superfood in your hand. Yep. And as we also discussed, the great thing about anything that is fermented, it has been pre digested, which means that the microbes, the bacteria, and the yeast have broken down stuff. So, if you have any digestive issues or any digestive distress, what you're doing is you're actually giving your body a wee helping hand because you're like, right, okay, rather than I'm going to eat something which is going to take loads of energy for my digestion to break it down, I'll have a wee tablespoon of sauerkraut. That's great because that's going to have all the good bacteria in it. Most of the, the sugars and things have been already broken down, yep. which just means that you can absorb, you can it. absorb it. It becomes more absorbable yeah. and easier for you to digest. So it's just,
0: it's like a total win-win situation. Yeah, and anybody that's got a digestive issue, it can be anything of the that comes under that autoimmune umbrella. Yes. So whether it's an allergy, whether it's a skin condition, yes. IBS, IBD, yep. asthma, diabetes, whatever... Yep it doesn't need to specifically be tummy ups. No, not at all. If your body's reacting.
1: Things like anxiety, depression, all of it is linked because the other thing, your gut bacteria, I mean, it's almost like having, it's like your own wee internal ecosystem. They do so many jobs for us. We'd be dead without them. I mean, we've got 10 times more bacterial cells than human cells. But it's only just, it's just the, the tip of the iceberg, really, with all the research because the more that they are actually looking into it, the more and more we're actually Realising the importance of the gut microbiome, everything comes from the. It's like the command centre of your body. Yes. And again, ninety percent of serotonin, the happy hormone, is produced in your gut. and um, neurotransmitters are produced in your gut. And again, if you don't have the right balance of microbes, then you're going to be missing out on all this incredible stuff that we actually need to keep as well. Yeah. Um. And again, as I say, there isn't anything that they can't help with. So it doesn't matter where you're at with your health. You can improve it by starting to address your gut health. Yeah, and as you've just said, Jen, it doesn't matter. It is if you have a problem with your skin, if you've got a problem with anxiety, if it is your gut, if you've got you know an autoimmune disease, if you've got chronic disease of any kind, you have to start addressing your gut, and it's your whole internal environment, and it's not just about the food you eat, although that's incredibly important, because what happens is if you eat, if you're a junk food addict and all you do is eat junk food, your gut is going to be. Teaming with junk food loving bacteria, yep. which you can guarantee are not going to do any good for you, and that's what's going to give you the cravings of to get is. more of that. And the thing is that the bacteria that you have, they actually send messages to your brain because they want to be fed. So you can imagine if your gut is, you've got all the wrong kind of guys, or if you've got an overgrowth of yeast in your system, and a yep. lot of people have. If you have to take antibiotics, kills off all the good bacteria, the ones that are protecting your gut lining. So then there's gaps appear, the yeasts that sort have of come out and you know, they love sugar, so what happens is, you get an overgrowth of yeast, the yeast is sending messages to your brain to go and stuff your face with donuts, and then you're like that, oh my god, I have no willpower, it's nothing to do with that, it's your gut microbes that are actually sending the messages, and making you crave the stuff that is their food source, and then, more donuts, (laughs) and then what they do is, they, they release like dopamine happy hormones, so that keeps that whole cycle going, yes. And then it's like continual, you, you, you know, you don't feel great. Oh, I need to go and get more sugar. You get more sugar. It feeds more of them. They multiply. And then before you know it, you've got what they call dysbiosis. Yeah. You've got a total imbalance of bacteria. On the other hand... If like me, I eat tons of plants. That's what you want to do. I mean, that's where that's the food source for the gut, uh, your uh, gut bacteria for the good guys. Yeah. It's fibre from all fruits, all vegetables, all whole foods. Um, things like um, resistant starch is another great food source which you get from cold potatoes, cold rice, cold um, pasta. because yeah. I mean, I love what, a potato salad is a great idea because it's actually. So what what happens is. The starch becomes resistant, so we can't digest it, so it passes through into the colon and it's food for our um, good uh, gut bacteria. Yep. And again, as I say, really the problem is as well a lot of people don't have anywhere near enough a, a,
0: a, a diverse enough diet. It's because most of us eat packaged foods that yes. has got none of the good Zero. stuff
1: in it not only that a packaged food and processed food doesn't have much in the way of nutrition it's all the other stuff they've got all the additives all the preservatives yep. all the emulsifiers all the colours all the chemicals these are all detrimental to your gut microbes yep. they will start to the other things that are also detrimental are sugar yep. which as we know is everywhere stress if you've got a stressful drop that's going to negatively impact yep. too much alcohol Again, it's like things in moderation. Some alcohol is fine. And we were talking about probiotic cocktails, which I'm a massive fan <laughs> of. Pooch and so you have, You can have the alcohol, but then you have the good guys who sort of help you to process the alcohol. Yeah. So it's that kind of balance. But the balance is slightly different for all of us. Uh, you know, a lot of us have problems with certain food groups. Gluten's a massive thing these days but again as we discussed um, there's actually now they've discovered two emulsifiers that go into gluten free foods that have now been proven to disrupt the gut lining and it's that inner mucosal layer the layer that if you have Crohn's colitis is already damaged Yes. And if you think you're doing yourself a favour by going and buying gluten-free, processed, refined, have a good look at the label and see what and is see in, it. in it. Yeah, yeah. because again, yeah. as I say, all of these things are detrimental to your gut. Yeah. Your gut. To have a decent, a well-established gut microbiome, you really do need to be eating a lot of diversity of fruit and vegetables. You need to be eating seasonally, organic if you can, grow your own even better. Yeah because a lot of foods now that are flown from New Zealand or wherever else they're just they're packaged as chemicals and everything they were picked a couple of months ago if you're lucky yes yes and yeah. that's the other thing and you get treatment on and the waxes they
0: do. and stuff I, had, I can't yes. remember I had an apple once and it felt too waxy. Yeah. and I thought I'm going to pour some, I poured some boiling yeah. water over it just to try and get it and you could see this wax melting yeah, off I know. Oh, I know. and the apple underneath was yeah. actually rotting oh I know oh my it was awful and you
1: know the other interesting thing again as I say because I'm it's nourished by nature you cannot go against Nature, you can't improve on nature. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but that's the problem. We think we, we can are. we are nature, yes, exactly. And look at what's happening, yes. look at us, look at the state of our health, look at the state of the planet. We're destroying everything and our own health included because of the way that we're living our lives. Yeah. And it's not even just so much the food, it's all the environmental toxins it's all the products that people use on their skin on their hair yeah you know it's everywhere and all these things are all causing distress to your gut microbiome Mm -hmm. and again as i say all of that is going to result in less than optimum health for yourself yeah but that maybe sounds a bit negative but on the plus side (laughs) it's quite easy to turn your gut bacteria around yeah, you can change it in a couple of weeks, so it's not like oh my goodness, I have to sort of totally change my whole life and start eating big jars of sauerkraut. It's absolutely not that at all. Yeah, it's small steps at a time, and you can change your gut health round pretty
0: fast in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um and it's not it's not like two weeks of a full overhaul diet. No. It's two weeks of just. Couple of tablespoons yeah, here and there. But yeah, but again, as I say,
1: if you if you imagine your gut microbiome, it's like a it's like a teeming eco, it's like an ecosystem.
0: Yeah.
1: And again, yeah, you know, it's it's in continual flux. It's not ever going to be exactly the same because it depends on what food you're you know what food you're eating. It depends what you're drinking. It depends how much stress you've got in your life. It depends if you're taking any medication. Yeah. It depends on if you're exposed to smoke or to toxins or it's all of that. Yeah and again as was said too also your gut microbiome is as unique as your fingerprints yeah. so we're all slightly different we've all got a slightly different balance if you've got ill health and especially if you have um, Crohn's or ulcerative colitis you can guarantee you'll have what they call dysbiosis which is an, you don't have a balanced microbiome yeah. because your gut barrier has been breached and, and if that's the case then you don't have enough of the good guys supporting it yeah
0: I know both the times that I've had a flare-up of my Crohn's, I've had um, candida overgrowth on my tongue both the times and also where my eczema is I was also getting like a fungal yeah. overgrowth on it as yeah. well and it was like pushing out my body that's the interesting that's really thing common. as well
1: because obviously we do have a lot of we have yeast and we have bacteria we have valuable all sorts of things, there's yeah. a big massing teeming micropolis of microbes, and they all need to
0: be there
1: they do need to be there, In but varying
0: amounts.
1: that's the thing, yeah. there's a mix of good and bad, so as we again we're discussing is if you've got you know all, all your good bacteria, you know getting on with their jobs, doing all the work, if you have to take antibiotics for example what yep. it'll do is it blanket kills it just destroys yes, yes. a lot of them yep. good and bad but it doesn't destroy the yeast so if you've got we well, you did albicans hiding there in the corner which they will be yep. they'll be coming out to play yeah it's like well hey right look right everyone right get through there Look, the bacteria have gone Then they're, they're the guys it's out, that's exactly <laughs> it and then they're the ones like right hey give us sugar give us sh-. and that's mm. the thing because yep. we know that that's what yeast thrives on it thrives in sugar and that's so it, when you crave it. of course you do. Yep. So again as I say if you'll find that if that's the case if you've got a bit of an imbalance there you'll start to crave the mic if, if you if you're craving you know loads of like sugar and stuff you can guarantee you're going to have a bit of an
0: imbalance in your yeah. gut so when you start taking these fermented foods and that starts to create a better balance, you will then start craving you totally other do. things that yes. are not going to be detrimental. And
1: yeah, the other thing is, it actually changes your taste buds over time. Yep. As I mean, we tried a few different drinks and my rhubarb and ginger one, which I thought tasted really sweet, you thought was quite sour, which yep. was quite interesting. <laughs> so, that's really sweet. Like, oh, I thought it was sour. But again, that's the thing, is it changes your taste buds, so you don't have the sugary stuff doesn't have the same appeal. Uh And again, I mean, I'd said when I started um, buying and drinking kombucha, which was a long time ago, before it became cool and trendy, it was about eight years ago. And I read about it, and I thought, right, I'm going to try that, and I bought two bottles, and it was five pounds a bottle at the time, really expensive. expensive,
0: Yeah.
1: And I thought, right, I I tried. So I tried a glass, and I thought, well, that's quite interesting put it back in the fridge and every time I went past the fridge I kid you not I had to drink more of it it was almost like I was totally craving it yep. I drank the whole bottle probably in about a day which is not a good idea yeah because it's massively detoxifying it clears toxins out of your system yep. but I, I don't remember feeling particularly unwell but I wouldn't advise anyone to do that if you want to start drinking yes. probiotic drinks which are massively full of probiotic bacteria beneficial yeast Tons of vitamins, loads of organic acids. All of these things will have a major impact on your health. And again, it's like I said to you too, that you really want to start with a small amount. So you don't want to dive in and start having jars of sauerkraut, bottles of kombucha, because if you do that, you're going to have World War II going on in your gut and you're going to end up... Yeah, with can. a healing crisis. Absolutely. They <laughs> will. Yes. And okay, that's not a good thing, especially if your gut's already inflamed. So you've got yeah. to take it a, a small a amount at a time. time. Yeah. But again, it's just, it's a massively exciting field and it's nothing new. This is ancient wisdom that we're yeah. bringing back into our modern times. And boy, do we need it. Yeah. Because but you need I mean, to
0: watch with some of the shop bought kombuchas because I know quite, some of them are quite high just in water content. Maybe the kombucha is only a really, really well, small percentage. Well, the thing, it, thing is, as well,
1: anything that is sold as a product, it's the same with uh, I mean a lot of yeah. people buy sauerkraut from say maybe like the Polish supermarket, supermarket. Yeah. but if it's sitting out in a jar in a shelf it'll have been pasteurized yeah which means you've destroyed all the live bacteria it's not going to do it I mean it's still going to have benefits because it'll still have vitamin c and fiber and other things it won't have any of the live bacteria yeah. and that's one and of that's the main benefits need. that's it yeah. but again as I say it's really incredibly simple to make your own yeah, um, and again, as I've, 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 the lots of recipes in my blog, um, I would suggest to everyone what you want to do is go and ferment some garlic. Garlic is nature's antibiotic. What garlic will do is it will get rid of the bad bacteria without damaging, getting rid of the good guys. Yeah, you start to ferment it, and you just increase the benefits by a massive amount. And if you like garlic, and who well most people do like garlic, I add it to everything, to all my dips, to all my dressings. Yeah. You can add the brine um, to your salad dressings. You can add the garlic cloves at the end of cooking if you've got anything with live probiotics you don't want to cook it Yep. so you just add it at the Added end and you've still got all garnish. the benefits and again all you do to make fermented garlic is just get a big glass jar fill it up with peeled garlic cloves make a two percent brine solution which is 20 grams of sea salt dissolved in a liter of water Yep. pour it over the top of it put the lid on just make sure all the garlic is underneath the uh, the brine level yeah. you can put like a wee zip lock bag or a cabbage leaf to hold it down and just leave it at room temperature for two weeks at least but my garlic i've got garlic that i've had them um, fermenting for two months yeah and then that will be absolutely that's fantastic if i ever feel unwell what i do is i drink all the brine from all my sorted veggies so i mean <laughs> one one day i thought it was before christmas and i felt that kind of slightly flu, uh-huh. fluish way and I thought, right, I'm not having this, I don't have time for this. So I had, I found myself in the fridge, I had the brine from the fermented wee spicy radishes, which is absolutely delicious, I love that. So I mean, I had a, a shot of that, I, had, I was fermenting mushrooms, I had some of that. I had a wee bit of my fermented um, garlic and honey, I had some of that. Yeah. Downed it all with kombucha, I was totally fine. <laughs> so it didn't so, develop into anything. Yeah. And that's the thing, because it's almost like, it's like food is medicine, when it's it this kind isn't. of food, when you start to feel a wee bit, oh, I don't feel so great, you know, then you start to up the amounts of these yep. kind of foods that you. eat. Yep. Again, as I've said, not all at the one time, but I've been doing it for such a long time that I, I can, you know, I don't seem to have any Ill effects at all. Yep. I eat fermented stuff and I drink fermented drinks all the time, and I'm, mm, I'm totally fine good. apart from I talk too
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> so, what got you into all of this?
1: Really, just when I did microbiotics, I studied microbiotics, and I thought, right, okay, that was really all about health and diet and the relationship between what we eat and our health yeah and it was a lot of it was based on like kind of like um, ancient principles of and about balance and that's one of my favorite words actually is balance because everything in life comes back down to balance and it's a personal balance what's right for one person is not right for another person yeah. but again that really brought home the link oh, we're eating far too much sweet stuff far too much salty stuff your body's trying to continually find a balance somewhere in the middle. So you go from one extreme to the other. Yeah. And that's very much the case if you're eating a lot of processed stuff. You know, because it's loaded with all the wrong stuff. Too much sugar, too much salt, all the wrong kind of fats, yeah. which totally confuses you. Your body's just continually bouncing all over the place trying to find the right nutrition. And and that's right in the middle where all the, all the whole foods are, where all the plants are, where all the good fats are, where all the fruits and the veggies so if you can base your diet around real foods even you know some of the time then your body isn't going to be continually in that flux situation of trying to find yeah. a balance um, but as I said I did macrobiotics microbiotics was really interesting because it brought home a lot of the, the Eastern principles of balance and you know you have to get the five tastes and you're looking at your health as a whole rather than looking at one body sort of system in isolation because yes. as we know and we discussed as well it's not about that no. your body works as a whole it's a miracle all the stuff that goes on that we don't really know anything about yeah. and to treat the body just as one or to treat a symptom it doesn't really make any sense because you have to look at the environment within your body what is creating you know the yeah. symptoms and instead of just taking drugs to get rid of the symptoms then you really need to start to address why is it happened in the first place yeah Um, And again, as I say, I mean, I've been now, I mean, I'm based at home. I started a blog about four four years ago, I think, just to share some plant-based recipes. But I've now gathered a bit of speed and a bit of steam. And the more research that I do, the more fermenting that I do, the more I need to tell everyone about it. So I'm now on an absolute mission in my life to spread the word to people about how important it is to look after your health and to nourish your, and make sure you've got the right balance of bacteria in your gut. And the way, one of the the easiest ways to do that is by controlling what you're eating and drinking. Yeah. And it doesn't mean to be 100% of the time. I'm not trying to be a killjoy, or don't do all the things you like. I still love I, love, I drink wine, I drink coffee, I like gin. I, You know, I eat loads of stuff. I have a really good balanced diet. But yeah. the majority of what I eat, I add a probiotic element to everything. Yeah.
0: And the good thing is once it's made, it doesn't... No, it doesn't it, go off. It lasts forever. It doesn't go off, but it also doesn't, costs any more time. So no. if you're making yes. It's you chop it up, you stick it in the jar. Yes. And then you, you leave just leave wait. It. Yeah. And then exactly. when it's ready you start to then eat it. Exactly. And there's not a lot of preparation. No. no more preparation around that.
1: No, and again me, had a delicious lunch today because I've got a fridge packed full of all sorts of delicious, <laughs> wonderful coloured ferments. And I can throw together a lunch really fast. Yeah. Yeah, get some herbs out of the garden for a wee salad. I can make a wee fermented um, brine dressing. You know, any of the dips, I usually make dips with fermented garlic, you yeah. know, and I, I can actually put food together really fast. I usually have sourdough, but I don't have one today, and gluten sometimes is not a great idea anyway, if you've got a bit of digestive um, distress or didn't have one. I had to make two from a friend who was going off to a nice retreat, so that's why you have no sourdough. <laughs> but again, as I say, what I've done is because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive foodie, I love food, yeah. and I spend most of my time trying to think, how can I make that probiotic? so I invented probiotic chocolate bark which is wonderful which I haven't tried yet yeah. I've also got wee probiotic jellies um, that I've made yeah, with the hibiscus kombucha yeah. and agar flakes which are fantastic they're derived from seaweed um, and they're full of soluble fibre and they've mm-hmm. got calcium they're very soothing for your gut yeah uh, and again, you add the wee probiotic element with the wee the the, the kombucha, and you've just added another element. Amazing. And if you're doing that, you're not overloading your system with tons of stuff. It's small amounts, yeah. And that's the thing. I've even make wee probiotic sweets because I had a workshop for kids a couple of weeks um, ago, and it's like you know how to make probiotic ice cream with coconut kefir, uh, how to you know spiralise things, and just a bit of fun. But yeah. the thing is, you can make the most delicious food. And that that should then, if you can do that and change one thing, a bit at a time, and then start to make that your go-to thing, then yeah, that that's when your, your health will start to improve sure, and yeah. your taste buds will start to change. Yeah, they will. They
0: change really quickly as yeah. well. Right? Taste buds. I think some like ten days. Yes, it takes for you like, and to that's probably right time.
1: because that again would tie in with it takes a couple of weeks to change your gut microbiome yeah. from being totally unbalanced to get more of the good guys in. Yeah. Uh, and again, as I say, you know, the research is just starting. It's just, well, it's been ongoing for quite a few years, but now it's green lights all the way for probiotics because yep. it's affecting health. And it is almost, as I say, the gut is like the nerve center of your body. Yeah. It's now your microbiome is classed as an organ in its own right because it is actually
0: overseeing your health on every level. Yep. And this is much more effective than taking a supplement yes, as Yes, well always. You don't know what's happened from that being produced in the factory to getting to the shop yes. floor, and how yeah. stable or unstable. It exactly, can and be. every
1: process that a food has been through will take something good away. Yeah. If you have, if you ferment your own stuff, then you know exactly what you're starting with. You either grow your own stuff, ferment your own, um, buy organic, so you you know you're starting off with good quality stuff. The thing is, anything that's sold, a supplement is going to have to have gone through numerous processes yeah. to get it to that stage. Uh, supplements are not absorbed the same in your body as they are from a natural food source yep. if you look at a sauerkraut for example you're uh, you're adding the probiotics and their food source at the same time so that's a win-win situation yeah. a lot of things like the wee Actimel drinks, you know mm-hmm. the wee dairy yeah, 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 drinks things, well yeah. again if you look at them, they've got one strain of probiotics in them, it's usually yeah. only one, right, if you look at things like like coconut kefir that I make it's probably got about 20 different strains yeah. kombucha has probably got about in excess of twenty beneficial bacteria and yeasts, um, you know your fermented veggies. A tablespoon of your fermented sauerkraut will probably have more probiotics than a whole bottle of probiotic capsules that you buy. Yeah, and again, as I say, is it makes more sense to just get involved, just make your own. And it's cheaper. It's sale? so cheap. It costs. <laughs> I mean, we grow cabbages all the time. Yeah, and it's like every culture has their own sort of thing that they ferment. What have we got? Iron brew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, pies. Greg's pies, this will get vegan ones now. Deep, deep fried pizza. I, I, uh, deep fried pizza. I know, it's like, is it any wonder that we've got <laughs> such a blooming, dreadful health record? It's like, what are we doing? What even is Iron Brew? And again, and people say, oh, iron brew's a great cure for a hangover. Well, I don't know about that, but I can tell you something, kombucha is the best cure for a hangover yeah. ever because it clears all the alcohol out of your system really fast. Yeah. I know that I drink a heck of, of a lot, but I, I can account for that. I it. <laughs> No, I don't know. I've never drank that. The, the other thing as well, when you make your own fermented drink, the, the fizz that you get from kombucha or water kefir, it's a natural fizz. It's a much softer so fizz because I I never ever liked fizzy drinks. I mean, they're d- dreadful. I mean, yeah. on even like diet coke, artificial sweeteners are so bad as well. It's like, well, yeah. you know, really, mm-hmm. just uh, don't even go there. But anyway, it's <laughs> a
0: whole other podcast. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yes,
1: I know. I forgot to mention artificial sweeteners are also really bad for your and gut really bacteria. Bad, really yes, uh huh. And gut. so is sugar in excess. So that's a bit of a, a dilemma. Which one do you do? But to be honest, if it was me, I wouldn't have anything with artificial sweeteners in it. If I wanted to have yeah. something nice, but I would have something with sugar and enjoy it. But not overload it. You know, not overdo it. That's the way to go. That's the work. That's the sugar is the better of the two evils. It is, yes, exactly. But again, it comes back down to that word balance. Yeah, and it's like in moderation. The problem being these days is that sugar—it's—it's out of control. The amount of sugar that is added to processed food. Yeah. Not only that, as I say, is the other side is the amount of salt that's added. The bad fats that are added. All of these things are all really detrimental, yeah. and it's it's thrown us all out of balance, you know. Because far too much sodium. Yeah, we need sodium, but we also need magnesium and, and so all the other minerals, trace yeah. minerals that you get from things like a natural sea salt or a Himalayan salt, which is what I use for all my ferments. So if I'm doing my fermented veggies, I'm not. If you just use, you know, table salt, that's only pure sodium. That's one, and we've already get far too much sodium. So if you go for a a natural salt, you're adding all the trace minerals as well. Yeah. So that's another benefit that you've got. But again, as I say, you know, it's the food industry and and the food that we're eating these days. It's just not even real food. Yeah. And it's just causing distress. You every time you eat it, your body's thinking, "What the hell is this?" You know, there's something else, another chemical, there's another chemical, your body knows what, you know, glucose is what your body needs to run, your your body knows glucose, protein, carbohydrates, fats, you know, minerals, other stuff, all the chemicals, all the additives, all the
0: preservatives, your body hasn't a clue what any of it is. Which would explain why autoimmune disease becomes, yes. because it's attacking these yes. unknown substances that are Course coming out is. your body, because they ain't supposed to be exactly.
1: there. Exactly, that's it. And again, what happens in autoimmune is, though, is because your immune system's like on high alert all the time, it would be like you, say, you haven't slept for a week, and yep. you're surviving in coffee and sugar, you're going to make mistakes. That's what happens to your immune system, yep. because your immune system is not high it doesn't get a chance to reset. Yeah. And that's why, as I say, a lot of the time, it's really if you have got chronic disease, you really need to just take a step back and have a look at what you're actually fueling your body with. You need to address the fact that a lot of foods are actually inflammatory, which are causing more problems. And again, that's different for everyone. We've discussed a few things, gluten, dairy, um, eggs can be a problem, soy can be a problem, uh, nightshade family can be a problem. Not for everyone, but for some people, yep. their health can be massively improved by getting these things out. And again, as I say, what you're trying to do is to turn off that inflammatory response. So if you're continually exposing your body to things that are causing that response, your body's continually going to be in high alert, and that's what your immune system's going to be overworked. Yeah. So again, as I say, it doesn't sound like rocket science. It actually just makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I think... It only sounds like rocket science because people want it to sound like that to confuse us. Yes. Because... I know uh, it is actually really simple. yeah, and
1: I do the exact opposite. As I say, I, I am I am a scientisty background, but I, I, what I try and do is to bring things down to the simplest possible level because you don't need to know all the ins and outs of what enzyme systems that we yeah. will never know all the you know all the, the interactions that go on in our body and when we eat food. And again, we were talking about supplements. It's like okay, well, you've got an apple. Everyone knows an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? Apples are great. Why is an apple great? Well, you can actually look at it and say, Well, it's got vitamin C in it, let's extract that, and we'll say, Oh, that's what, what makes it great. Yep. You look at an apple, it's got a bit, probably two, three hundred components in it, all of which work together. Yeah. And you've got all we were discussing that as well, all these different things that buffer the effects of it. Yeah. Or other things they work synergistically. So if you take it in isolation it doesn't work the same. Yep. you eat an apple, you're gonna get vitamin C, but you're gonna get all the supporting gang. It's like sending a, a general into battle with all these troops. Yeah, well let's just take the vitamin C and we'll just plump that in and see yep. but what it doesn't work the same. Yeah. If you eat the whole food you've got a ton of other stuff. You've got fibre, you've got Vitamins, you've got minerals, you've got antioxidants, you've got all these other players, and we will never know the complexities of that. Yeah. And then once you eat
0: them, then there's a whole load of other stuff goes on. It's coming down to trust. Yes. It's trusting that this piece of food, whereas sci- science to some extent doesn't allow us to trust things because there has to be any element of proof yeah, that I know. this happens. But again, the
1: the proof is our our, our health is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So whatever it is we're doing, whether it's the food we're eating, whether it's the drugs we're using to heal so-called chronic disease, it is not working. We go back to, you know, hundreds of years ago when people didn't have the diseases that we have now. And okay, medicine has come on in leaps and bounds and absolutely we need drugs. Of course we do. But... The amount of chronic disease is just getting higher and higher and higher. Yep. And it is not, it's not stopping anytime soon. Yep. Uh, and again, as I say, that's why I, I am like nourished by nature. You cannot improve on nature. We are the ones that think we can extract stuff and that will work the same. It doesn't work the same. And nutritional science as well. Is you cannot break down you know, a food. to It's more than the sum of its parts. Yep. I mean, I worked in, in um, sensory research at Strathclyde Uni for 10 years and we did a lot of work in whiskey uh, maturation, maturing whiskeys in different casks and, you know, looking at the, the, the flavor profiling of it and also the chemical makeup of it. Yep. You would look at a GC trace and you would think, OK, the things that are there in the biggest amounts are going to be the things that will have the most impact absolutely not the case yep. it can be the smallest thing that can be changed and it can totally change absolutely. the mouthfeel and the aroma it's the same in your body yep. and we don't know we're never going to know all of the, those complexities and, and I, the way that i look at it is we don't have time to wait for science to say okay well actually that microbe is going to help with this disease that one's going to help with that one you just start to introduce all of them yeah. Because they are all beneficial. We need all of them. And the only thing that you're going to get if you overdo it, yeah, okay, the only side effects you're going to get is you might end up in the toilet for a few hours. But in that case, all you do is you just bring it back. Yep. Yeah. And again, you know, all drugs have got side effects. So probiotic yes, exactly. And I have experienced some I bet of you have. side effects I bet you have
0: Horrendous. And again as I <laughs>
1: say you know, most of the, the side effects Of you know just uh, up your game In terms of nutrition yes. It's side benefits it's not side effects yes. Because it's all beneficial it's all And again as I say you've got to just play it by ear And you try it yourself we're all different What works for some one person maybe doesn't work The same for another but it doesn't mean to say that you don't Try it Yeah, you have to get your own Parts of the jigsaw and get them all together So that you're going to enjoy the best health you can Yeah. And at the end of the day, our immune system is there to keep as well. We're not supposed to just expect. Oh, I'm getting older. I'm going to end up getting arthritis and and all this. Yep. I have got no intention of getting ill anytime soon. And I'm pushing sixty, and I'm like, no, I am totally fine. I'm really healthy, and that's the way I'm going to stay. And I'm cheering you on. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you'll be right behind me. <laughs> I'll be right behind you. Going. Yeah. yeah I had some mistakes, but hey, I'm catching I, I know. up. <laughs> I, I know. But that's how you learn.
1: I mean, I've I've made loads of mistakes because mm-hmm. I've I've been in this wee journey for the. 8 years with, again with my scientific background and also my love of food and, and making nice food so yeah. I've got a bit of a unique combination going on and as I say I've, I've got probably every book in gut health I mean I've got um, that's my other obsession apart from fermenting everything yep. is buying books but that's how I learn I go onto lots of different forums and I, and I listen to you know testimonials from people yep. and again okay from the science point it's like yeah okay you can wait until they've you, you've proven something and it doesn't relate a lot of the time to what happens in your body Yeah. and again I, there are so many testimonials from people that have changed only one thing either they've maybe started doing chemistry which is the most probiotic food in the planet loads of people have reversed digestive long held digestive problems skin issues loads of people have done it and again if you're going to show me a research paper and say well we've done this in the lab and that's the result we've got or there's a hundred people who are really ill and all they've done is make themselves some milk kefir and have a a cup of that a day and they're all totally fine and I know which side I'd be on I'd be with the people that have actually seen (laughs) the difference Absolutely. Yeah. So, but again, yeah. that's the exciting thing about it is this is all old stuff. It's not new at yep. all. But we're only just now beginning to realise the benefits that all of these things have. Yeah. And looking after your gut is absolutely paramount. And it doesn't matter where you're at with your health. It will fix your metabolism. It will help you with inflammation. It'll help you with chronic disease. It will help with your memory function, anxiety levels. It will help with how much uh, nutrition you can uh, you know extract from your food. And as I say, it's almost like you imagine your gut is having your own wee internal army. It's like a wee army working on your behalf, doing yep. all sorts of things that you wouldn't even believe they could do. You know, producing all sorts of vitamins, vitamin K2, all sorts of
0: different things, yep. sorting through all the toxic stuff, getting rid of that. Balancing out the hormones, yes. which is yes. a real big problem at the moment. Of course it is. Particularly with all these, you know, Yes, I know, yes, yes exactly, it's I know. And again, we were also talking about sunscreens. That's another
1: thing. Yep. Chemical sunscreens. You know, um, again, people are now scared to go out in the sun because I don't know I'm going to get skin uh, cancer. We've actually just discussed, there's now findings saying, actually, sun exposure protects you from four of the major cancers and yep. skin cancer is not one of the major ones. Yep. So if you then think, okay, I'm not going to go out in the sun at all, you're doing yourself a great massive disservice because you'll be very low you're, you're going to be vitamin d deficient the other thing we discussed was if you put chemical sunscreens on your skin that reduces the amount of vitamin d that your body can produce by 95 percent yeah
0: so that's a blooming massive thing um, when the government i mean the government have said in scotland we should all be taking a vitamin d supplement yeah. because we're so well actually i would probably here, agree with that which is like yeah, yeah because n- nobody's outside no i know yeah, so we've gone yeah, again. It's that
1: balance thing. We've gone <laughs> yeah. from one extreme to the other. Yeah. And again, as I say, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot older than you. When we were young, nobody had sunscreen. Everybody was out playing. We were playing in the dirt. We played in puddles. We went out in the rain. You know, if we dropped some in the ground, we just picked it up and ate it. Nobody had antibacterial sprays. You just washed your hands with soap and water. Blink you had a bath Wipe them in your trousers. <laughs> yeah. Had a bath once a week, whether you needed it or not. Yeah. But again, that that was, you know, there was so much right about that way of living. Yes. It was a seasonal way to live. Nobody had big freezers. Nobody had the money to go and buy loads of stuff. You just bought what you needed. Yeah. And again, that was a much healthier way to be. And okay, a lot of the time, yeah, okay, maybe there was an over-reliance and certain things and frying things, which is not great. But if you stick to those principles and you try and eat real food, food that is real, and it's like you go at the supermarket, and I always laugh, you know, when you look at the size, there's the health food aisle, one aisle. What the hell is the rest of it in the supermarket? Yeah. And you're lucky if it's a whole aisle? Yes, that's very true. Oh, yeah, uh, but it's the gluten-free one. one, the free, oh, the gluten-free one—that's a big aisle now, yes, because there's a lot of money to be made in that. Yeah. And then you go down and you spend a fortune buying something that's totally processed and refined with yeah. very little nutrition in it, but it's gluten-free. So there's a big
0: tick but for if that. you just stopped in the fruit and veg section? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Bought yeah. the majority of your shop. That's all the health area. food stuff.
1: Absolutely. The rest of it is all don't know what it even is. Yeah. Your body doesn't recognise it, and that's the thing because yeah. it just gives your body more work to do the other thing most people don't realise is to digest food takes up a heck of a lot of energy mm-hmm. your body then it means then and again if you're continually eating you know processed food and stuff with all sorts of crap in it your body is continually trying to break that down which means your body doesn't have a chance to re- and do all the repair and maintenance stuff Yep. because you've got a finite amount of energy and your body will do what, what, what needs to be done and the rest of it will be put to the side and people that eat a lot of junk food are exhausted all the of time of course they are because and, again the, that craving sets in there is yeah. no nutrition in junk food it's only yeah. adding more it's like adding more pe- you know paraffin to the fire the inflammatory fire if you like yeah. because all it's going to do is it's going to cause more work for your immune system you're going to have less and less and less of the good bacteria that are going to do the stuff that's going to help you yeah. and you're going to have more of the bad guys sending messages to your brain to get you to eat more of the bad stuff Yeah. And it's like having a family as well. I mean, if you look at having a family, you've maybe got, you know, sex. everybody likes a different thing. Maybe, you know, Tom likes bananas, David likes carrots, the other one likes peas, someone likes that. The, all your gut bacteria are slightly different as well. Yeah. So that, that's why it's important to eat a really big diversity of fruit and veg, which is, that, so you're feeding all of them. Yeah. And that makes more sense rather than that. Oh, well, there's poor Biani sitting in the corner because we haven't eaten any broccoli this week, so she's not getting fed. But again, it's that kind of way in looking at it. And it's not just about, oh, yeah, you need to eat five portions of fruit and day. Do you, heck? That's it's not no going enough. enough. <laughs> I was actually doing a wee workshop at the, at the school at St. Bartholomew's, and we were doing smoothies, and um, I, I, I always asked the question, nah, now, how many, Did anyone know how many fruit and vegetables a day we're supposed to be? In? And one me boy puts his hand up and says, is it 15? I'm like, that's a fantastic answer. Yes, we'll take that one. <laughs> 15 at least. <laughs> as many key. as you can,
0: I know. Because there was talk about trying to make it seven a day here, but it should be as and many as you can eat. There's been so much uproar oh, know, about it that they just kind of put it on the back burner. I know. And it's like I don't understand why people are so pissed off that they're being told to be healthy. I know. I know.
1: Well, but again, as you say, that's up to up to the individuals. We discussed that as well. It's like some people at like that. well, you know, what is the point of anything else if you don't have your health to enjoy your life? But the yeah. thing is, we're all masters of our own destiny. We all control our own health. Yeah. Because the reality of it is a heck of a lot of our health is produced by what we eat and what we drink. Yeah. And it isn't the old saying is you are what you eat. It's actually, no, you are what you absorb. And that comes back down to the balance of bacteria you've got in your gut. Yeah. Um, so again as I say it's all massively exciting stuff it is not rocket science it's all ancient stuff with very modern benefits for us and we absolutely need it yeah, we do, 100%. so I'm in a my wee mission and my wee um, thing is to try and get as many people into fermented stuff as, as I possibly can yeah. uh, and again I do that through uh, the blog, I share lots of things, I'm on Facebook at Nourished by Nature, I'm on Instagram I share lots of pictures of all my my um uh, whatever I've fermented for the day. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And again, it's like yes, I think I'm calling it the fermentation revolution. So I'm doing love the Glasgow it. fermentation revolution. I love it. Yes, and I'm hoping to get gather more members as we go. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> it's just that that little network of people just gradually spread spreading its way out yes. because two different people who don't know each other both told me about yeah, you. I know. Yeah. And I was like, Yes, I need to. And the it? other
1: interesting thing is as I've said, over the last, I don't know, a month or so I have come across so many people with Crohn's. Yeah. And that's in the last four workshops I've had, I've had someone with Crohn's, um, a wee kids workshop, um, yep, two people, parents kids with Crohn's. And it's just it's like everywhere and I'm coming across more and more research now that's relating to Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Yeah. As I said, my mum had ulcerative colitis for most of her adult life, and I remember my mum uh, literally living on cornflakes and dry uh, bread toast. Yeah. And crawling up the stairs in agony because she was in such pain. Uh, and again, it's you know uh, the dietary advice is given is yeah no fibre, but it's no food with any nutrition in it at all, which to me doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. And again, it, it doesn't work to heal anything if you're trying to just stay where you are then okay, but if you want to try and improve your health outcome then you've got to, you absolutely have to look at what you're eating and the quality of food that you're actually putting into your body yeah. because that's what's fueling your body and that's what's fueling everything and as I say if you imagine you've got a massive load of all these wee microbes that are relying on you to feed them and give them a home and in in return for that they do all these incredible things for you
0: but if you don't feed them, they're not going to grow and you'll get all the bad guys instead yeah, and it's like if somebody's putting petrol into their car, yeah. If you put diesel into a petrol mm. car or petrol into a diesel course, car, it's going to be Exactly, it. If you've got a supercar and our bodies are super yes, bodies, absolutely. you're not going to put the cheapest no, fuel into yeah. it. So I know. Why? And it's the same you put your car in for an MOT every year, but you don't put your body yeah, exactly. through that you live in this know, your whole life i know do you
1: know the interesting thing as well is though now that there's a a, a company in the uk called atlas biomed and what they do is they do like a, a microbiome test mm-hmm. is basically you just send out a, a stool I sample said, and they come yeah. back with this massive list of you know what all your gut bacteria are mm-hmm. and they can actually then tell you what foods you should be eating to get a better balance they yeah. can actually tell you you're, if you're propensity towards certain um, diseases yeah. Um, so, the expensive well to get it's that actually done? it's £139 to be honest but I was mm-hmm. going to do it myself because if you watch Game of Thrones I've got a 15% discount at the moment if you put in <laughs> GOT15 <15. laughs> but only until the talk. end of Game of Thrones G-O-T. so it's called Atlas Biomed I'm actually I'm, I'm going to do it myself uh-huh. just for interest sake because I'd be really interested to see yep. what kind of I'm sure I should have a pretty good balance because I pretty much just eat yep. loads of seasonal plants and I have fermented stuff and probiotic stuff at pretty much every meal yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, that again, I think that's actually a really uh, good investment in your health, especially yeah, especially
0: if you're going to the doctors and not getting any answers.
1: Yes. And especially if you're on the path and you want to take responsibility for your own health and you think, right, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Would be a wonderful thing to do is to get that test done. Yeah. And you'll you'll probably see, okay, well, you've got a bit of a problem here. You've got too much of this. You don't have enough of that one. Yeah. Then you implement your changes over say a month, six
0: weeks. Then you get that test done again, I can guarantee it'll be totally different. Yeah, because I've asked a couple of times at the hospital about getting a gut microbiome um, profile done. No, they don't do it. it. They'll test your calprotectin, which indicates inflammation, but they won't. But that, uh, again, in isolation, that
1: test doesn't really... It's not, but Again, it's probably going to be years down the line before that will, but that's the way it's going mm-hmm. because what they've all been doing is be looking at people with disease, looking at their gut microbiome, and it's been already been proven so many times. I mean, even they've done quite a lot of studies with people with Crohn's and remission, and when they're well and they've looked at their gut microbiome yep. and it's totally different. Mm-hmm. It's disordered when they're in a, and having a, a flare-up flare, yep. and it's balanced when they're in remission. So what the, the key thing is, is how you have to keep how your you gut. Get to yes. that point where the yeah. disruptions happen? And it's not through just using drugs to cut the inflammation, yep. because as we've discussed, all drugs have side effects, and they actually also will alter the balance of the, your gut. Yep. So the, the key thing that you want to do is you want to get your gut microbiome balanced and then let it get on with its job yep. of healing your gut. And the other thing as well, when it comes back down to your gut bacteria, if you're eating a diet with no fibre and no food for your gut bacteria, it's your gut bacteria that they produce butyrate, which is a short-chain fatty acid. Butyrate is actually, it fuels your your gut. That is the main fuel for your gut and it heals your gut lining. So if in the absence of you eating the right kind of food, you're not going to have the right kind of bacteria, so they're not going to be producing any butyrate. So your gut is going to be damaged. You'll have leaky gut, you'll have whatever else.
0: And it's never getting the opportunity to
1: get better. Yes. But the thing is, again, as we've discussed, is it can get better. You just have to stop putting in all the stuff that's causing the inflammation and start to put in more of the stuff that's going to bring the inflammation down and stay down. Yeah. And again, it's just about getting the right balance for you yeah. Uh, and again it's like you know it, a bit of trial and error that's exactly what it is yep. and again to do that you really have to start to look at a wee bit of a, like a food elimination diet mm-hmm. and I think we all know when we eat when nobody feels good eating junk food nobody feels good overloading in sugar Yeah. but it's looking at what levels are you okay with there are some foods that you just don't want to have at all Yeah. And again, you know, the, the common groups that are said, gluten, sugar, um, soy, eggs can be a problem, meat can be a problem, you know, a D- lot of different things. Yeah, up, people, up dairy can yeah. a massive problem. Yeah. Um, fermented dairy is a slightly different uh, uh, ball game, but yeah, dairy definitely. So again, anyone who is ill should absolutely be looking at the major food groups, what are they eating, and then starting to sort of get more of the good stuff yes. in, and starting to have a look at how they feel. And again, as I say, we're all unique and we're all different. So you have to just do it as a, a process, a trial and error and see if it works for you. And we said like before, trust your gut. Yeah, absolutely. That's the other key thing, because <laughs> yeah. now we've forgotten all of that, because you go and buy something and it's like a use-by date. Oh, well, I better throw that away. There's nothing wrong with half of the food. And it used to be years ago, OK, if something smelled off or it, it was off, you yeah. know, if you smell milk, it's
0: off. That's how you know. But yeah. now we're looking at, oh, no, I'll just look at the date instead. Yeah, and, and then, my, my look, old flatmate used to go by the like the best before dates all the time, but she would look at packet yeah. and uh-huh. go. In the bin, in the she would throw out a no, whole bin bag no. of food, and I'm like, "There's no, not... no, no. Let me see what you're know, throwing out there. I know. Invest before. <laughs> like, it it no, doesn't mean anything. There's no fur. On no, it. it's all right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> and things like dried things like lentils, they they, they they'll last for years. Yes. but Again, that's a wee ploy, but I think, but the food industry you get you to buy more. Yeah. And tinned throw goods, you know, out. stuff that they don't go off. I mean, they're totally fine. Oh, yeah. Okay, if it's things like meat or dairy, you can smell when they're off. You know, a chicken and whatever. I mean, most of the chickens probably washed with chlorine and all sorts of stuff these days. It'll so will be fine for years. i will be totally <laughs> fine for years, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's you get the McDonald's stuff, which is actually not real food at all, so that will never mold. Because, and, you know, even if you leave stuff like that out, insects don't even eat it because it's not real food.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. That That's an eye-opener, that one. Yeah, there was a a study I came across once actually and it was genetically modified um, food, it was in America and they had set up all these feeding stations and uh, for uh, an area where there was lots of squirrels and whatever yep. and they had organic corn and they had GM corn and they would put them all out in all these feeding stations and I kid you not, not one of the genetically modified corn had been eaten yep. because animals know, they can sense yeah. all the other stuff totally scoffed, so no, yep. not one of them and I thought that's really quite interesting, isn't it? A reason. If only we would trust our intuition as you've just said, and we all have that. Everyone knows your gut intuition. Yeah. You know, that gut feeling. It's because your gut really does know what's going on. Yes. If you would just listen to it. Yeah. Instead of, oh never, I'm not gonna listen, I'm just gonna go and you know,
0: drink more Diet Coke and eat more burgers and crisps and chocolate and Which is all all the, the way that they've been produced they're produced to be addictive. Of course they are. Yes. That's what keeps you going back. Of course, it is. more. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing I
1: actually also find fermented food quite addictive because once you start yes. eating that, you can't stop. <laughs> but that's a good thing. <laughs> so, and that goes back to the gut, the bacteria, and they're yeah. shouting for yeah, what it is. Yes, exactly. And again, as I say, I mean it's so vibrant, you know, when you start to make, you know, like the pineapple crumbs up it kinda uh, you know, you, you do eat with your eyes, but it draws you in because yeah. it just looks so vibrant on a plate. Yeah. And again when I make, you know, lunch it's got all the different colours on it, it just looks great and it tastes great. And you eat it and you feel satisfied because it's real food that's easy for your body to sort of digest and your yeah. your gut must be thinking, Thank you. Yeah, give us more of that. You know. Woo-hoo. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She's eating fermented stuff. She's washing it down with kombucha. Fantastic. <laughs> And that's it, you've got them doing a wee happy dance <laughs> 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 that's what I like to think of all the we the wee happy <laughs> bacteria's nice wee guys. It's like that, you know, they'll keep a wee seat for you if you've got all the good guys and yep. plant loving pals. Hey, I've kept a seat for you, <laughs> Quiet, hurry up before all the bad guys come in, in their parachutes, like where they're drinking, wanting sugar and chocolate and shoving everybody out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but I came across this thing as well, it's for kids and it's all about the wee, the, the gut microbiome and they've called all the different wee bacteria different wee names and they've all got different names according to what they do, which yes. is really cool. So, yeah. yeah, I can't remember any of the names, but I thought that was really quite funny to yeah. try to get kids and to understand. Them
0: engaged with it yeah. as well.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. So, again, as I say, it doesn't matter what age you are. You can totally start doing fermented foods and drinks, just not all at the one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you'll end up, yes, maybe not feeling particularly great, but never mind. <laughs> and then you'll
0: think that this is it's all poo-poo and it's yeah, so yeah, <laughs> when exactly. you're doing
1: your are yeah. <laughs> you thinking I'm allergic to
0: it <laughs> yeah, yeah and you're not no you're not it's Absolutely. just your your gut being a bit overloaded
1: right can I get cool. you a very small ice lilly
0: yes let's go get an ice lolly. thanks very much